There we go. Start the fucking show now. What's up, everybody? Wait, hold on. I'm waiting for him to stop smacking. Thank you. Wow. This the smacker talks about me smacking the Isn't ball from this, this guy. Isn't that the snacker calling a smacker black? <laughs> Smacky Jenkins over there. It's a lot different when the smackies on the other foot. Nigga. This is another episode of Decoding 40. This is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Raw, making all your fantasies come true. This is L.O., live from BK, but residing in Harlem. What's up, it's your boy Vin, a.k.a. Vinny Pugazi, master of impressions. Yo, what's up, this is Hour, and I'm talking directly into the mic. Welcome to the stage, guys. <laughs> uh, I just do heroin. That sounds gross. Oh, y'all just trying to play me out. Oh, sure. I'm being a backer. <laughs> What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another exciting episode of Decoding 40. This is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Rock, and I'm here with my main man. This is L.O.Dot, a.k.a. Let's get this show over with. It's your boy, Vin, in the building, chilling. This is Alaric. He's doing mic tricks over there. Sing song and shit. This, this, guy. Guy. this guy. He is the he is the T pain of the intro. <laughs> <laughs> the bartender. Blame it on the alcohol. So, so 2020, we still here. We still walking around. What's going on in your lives, fellas? I've been poked and prodded so much over the last three weeks. So I just came back from my 400th COVID test, it seems like. Um, They're digging all in my nose again. So basically, if you want to work in production, you have to take COVID tests like regularly. And uh, I'm heading out to Miami tomorrow just for a couple of days. Like it's actually, if I had to quarantine, there wouldn't be enough time for me to quarantine to come back. But Luckily, I'm somehow deemed a, an essential worker, so I don't have to quarantine. I just have to test. But yeah, it's starting to get on my nerves a little bit. Mm. But what can you do? If that's what the industry says has to be done, then that's what has to be done. Is your nose sore? No, because it only it only fucks with you for like a few seconds. I don't know if everybody's taken a COVID test, but the first tests that they were administering were way worse than what they are now. The first ones, they were like digging into the brainstem. It didn't hurt necessarily, but it was like your body went into a little bit of a shock. Like uh, you're not supposed to be that deep in there. You're not supposed to be whatever you're touching right now. You're not supposed to be touching (laughs) with a a stick. Definitely not with a stick. Well, that's where they put the microphone at. (laughs) Oh, oh, is that where they hit the microchip? I'm trying to tell you, sir. That's the COVID conspiracy. Look at that. That's the five (laughs) detail. Yeah, now that it's there, they don't even have to go that deep anymore. Yeah, now they're just playing there. around. Yeah, they're just trying to make oh, sure so, the signal's okay. Yeah. 
Now, now they're just collecting data when they yeah, roll exactly. over. Yeah, roll that's what it is. is. It's like a USB yeah. port. Yeah. It's like a USB. <laughs> the Q-tip got a little tiny USB on it. <laughs> just download all the information. Like it goes to the cloud. To the cloud. <laughs> he watches what? Wow. Okay. Uh, <laughs> reprogram him now. <laughs> so, oh, so that's my question. So that's my question. So you're, you're, you're deemed an essential worker. Yes. Yeah. In which state is porn essential? Is it essential in Florida or New York? <laughs> I think it's globally essential. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. It is kept. It has kept a lot of people from going outside and murdering other people. Yeah. Facts. Absolutely. You know that reminds me. I saw. I was. I was actually listening to a podcast, and the brother's really on some progressive thought and dismantling patriarchy. And suggested that one of the things that we could do is pay for our porn. I turned it off immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Click. <laughs> you you know, sir, have gone too far. If at seven o'clock we clap for the medical industry and all the first responders, I think at eleven thirty we should clap for all the porn stars. I agree with. I agree with that. Yeah, and cameramen. I, I mean, cameramen clap? are standing in. They're standing in the line of fire. How That's do you? How do you clap? But how do you clap with one hand? Because eleven thirty at night you might be doing something else. <laughs> I, I think you do that. You do that. The dick clap. You know when you <laughs> you got your the dick out. You want, you clap, 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 clap. That was gonna come clap. out wrong. You got you got to clap uh, with your hand on the on the on the on the fucking table or something. Yeah. You know. That was exactly. a very visual. That was a very visual description. Yeah, I, I I like the fact. I don't like the fact. I thought it was interesting though that you decided to dance your way through that moment. <laughs> you liked it. Don't back. Don't back off that statement. Like <laughs> pause. <laughs> Why do they always say pause? What are you pausing for? <laughs> Stop saying pause. It it actually is ridiculous. At this point, I just. Enjoy. I'm mocking the people who actually use it. Exactly. 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 Like it. No homo. (laughs) Right. (laughs) That one. I don't like saying that one. No. No homo is over. No. No. No homo is no longer culturally acceptable. But pause. Yeah. It's still here. It's still here. But I mean, pause is still ridiculous. It's just funny for me to say it. Why? Why do you feel like it's ridiculous? Because. If we're having a conversation, it's pretty clear what the context of our conversation is. Like, I'm not trying to seduce you in any way. No, but I'm acknowledging to you that I acknowledge that what I just said may have sound. That's the reason you use it. It, I'm acknowledging. It's the equivalent of saying that's what she said to exactly conversation with women. No, no, no. no. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. It's like, dude, I wasn't even thinking that. That's what she said, honey. I I think when we reach adulthood, a lot of things are uh, pretty clear. Pause. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. (laughs) Well played, my friend. Well played, sir. (laughs) I reserve the right to still use it for at least another 36 months. I think I'm going to keep using it. And you you use it seriously or jokingly? I think both. I think it depends on the context and, and who I'm around. Um, but I definitely have some circles where it's expected. It's like, like, oh, like if I say something, it's, yeah. If I don't use it, it's you, you, you're you know. traveling in some very interesting circles. My well, friend. one of those circles is this one. <laughs> so like, no, like, no, yeah. this is, no, come on, no. come on. I've said some things, and you guys will be like, oh, what's up there, guy? I think Except it's about time you talked about playing with your butthole. That, that was <laughs> well, yeah, that was just inappropriate. That was that was more than a pause. That was a full stop. 
I, I've never been that drunk that I've, I've never been that drunk. You don't know. Ever. Ever. You don't remember. We do. Ever. It was Ever. terrifying and devastating. What <laughs> play. I might, cur- <laughs> I might curse you out, but I'm not talking about that. I'll tell you what. You keep it to so, yourself. Uh, you don't talk yeah, about right. this. This level to me being disgusting. <laughs> oh, my God. So what else going on in your life, Rick? We, we got a pump fake. De Blasio came out and said, kids are going back to school this week and possibly five days a week. The wife and I practically threw ourselves a little party like Christmas mm. just came. And then we got a. Uh, then we contacted uh, our daughter's school, and they said, oh, "We're gonna Psych. we're gonna wait because the area where we're in is in an orange zone, so we're gonna wait a week." We were kind of pissed off, you know. We felt like we got jerked around a little bit, and the fact that they that we reached out to them, they didn't reach out to us to tell us what they were thinking, also was a little bit uh, pissed us off. So they pump faked us, and um, you know. Still homeschooling, so hopefully next week they're supposed to. (laughs) (laughs) They're still doing it. They're still doing the fucky fucky. But you know what it is? Is I don't react. My wife reacts. She's Mm -hmm. either like, no, 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 it's funky, or she's cracking up. And I'm like, (laughs) you can't do that. Once they know it's funny, (laughs) they're gonna do it constantly. And now it's like one says fucky, the other one starts fucky, and then they're singing fucky, fucky for the next 15 minutes. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Profane children. <laughs> that's not, that sounds like that could go viral. That might go viral. Yeah, really. You need to throw some TikToks on there. Word. <laughs> I might have to do that. Hmm. Ellen's fucky. paying like 10 grand for cute kids, right? Oh, yeah. oh here you go. Oh, yes, man. 10 grand a piece? Exactly. That's twenty grand. Rick's like, you know how much whiskey I can buy with that, son? (laughs) (laughs) At least a week. Yo, this is Vincent, a.k.a. Many Voices. Hey, what's up? This is Alaric, and I'm speaking directly into the mic. This is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Rourke, making all your dreams come true. This is Hello. Thank you for listening to Decoding 40. Make sure that you follow us. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. On Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Do we tweet? A little bit. We tweet. We tweet. Follow us on Twitter. No Snapchat at all. And go to www.decoding40.com. Make sure you sign up so you can keep following us. Thank you for listening to Coding 40, <laughs> goddammit. What's up with you, Vin? And our work is work. Can't really think right now. I've just been um, trying to get this voiceover thing together. Um, I sent some stuff to uh, the super producer to see what he can do with it because I want to try to put my hat in the ring for that. And uh, get on some Audible books. And uh, I don't care what they give me. I'll, I'll do fucking uh, Harlequin novels. I'll do nasty talk. I'll do whatever they got for me. <laughs> <laughs> if they give me a check, if Audible. I books, bet nasty talk was on the uh, top of your list. Listen, <laughs> right. He tried to reopen it. Listen. That, that is. That is an actually, he tried to add it like it was third, like that was his third choice. He was reading the list from, from, from bottom to top. Yeah, he's memorized this this list. He's like, hey, hey, Saul, uh, what do you got in nasty talk? (laughs) (laughs) You got anything in nasty talk? Put me in the list for that. Put that. So I told her to take her drawers off, right? Am I doing it right? Am I doing the nasty talk good? Yeah. And I started um, chewing her panties. You know, yeah, like licorice. Um, But um, no, I actually did 
Frederick Douglass. I did um I did a, a naughty type of it wasn't really nasty, nasty. You said but naughty, was, you sound like a was, dirty old man. It was quite it was quite naughty, you know. <laughs> I, that's, that's why I use like I use you have to read a passage or whatever. So I read the passage, but it's two characters in it. So it's a man talking to a woman. So I made the woman British and I made the dude just a regular dude. So, mm. you know. Did you read a passage about Frederick Douglass or you read a passage as Frederick Douglass? It's from his autobiography. So oh. it's him speaking. Naughty you know Frederick. I mean? No. <laughs> naughty Frederick. The Naughty Nasty. Frederick. NastyFred.com. So once oh. I was free. Freddy. Once I was free, I was in the stream that day and I saw her breast heaving and I knew that I had to have her. Oh, Freddie D had to give him the D. <laughs> <laughs> Freddie D. My afro was all a shudder. I loved it from <laughs> by the park. <laughs> I looked at her and her corset, and I let those boobies pop out. Yes, we said boobies in 1860s. The part my hair was perfect. <laughs> You know what you know what's crazy about that? They actually what's so funny about what you guys are saying is um there is a show, I don't know a channel song called The Good Lord Bird, and there is a scene where they make Frederick Douglass like this sex symbol, and he has all these different women coming in and out of his room. There's one of the episodes. I haven't watched the whole series yet, but is this, this a comedy? No, no, it's I just, it's like I just a, saw an that's, article that's about the, that. That's the movie about that's the no, it's a series. about that's a series, a series about John Brown. Yes. Yeah. The John Brown abolitionist. The abolitionist. About the abolitionist, and it's kind of it's it's half comedy, half you know, half comedy, half drama. So, Um, but they they got Frederick Douglass fucking bitches. What what's going on? It's not that. So he's got like he's got like he's got like a girl. That that scene was like a comp. He's got groupies, and he's Mm. like drinking, and they're like read to me, and he's reading, and this girl is like, oh, I love it, whatever. And another girl comes and calls her out. And kicks her out of the room so she could come be with him. Meanwhile, there's another girl he was in there talking to that's behind the dress, the hiding. It's like it's real. I don't know, man. I, I think that's kind of disrespectful. I don't want to say until I go watch it because I literally, you know, how you like jumping in the middle of the show and you don't know the context of all of it, you know. But some of the show wait, that I but, saw was but, actually wait. Really good. Hold on, how the fuck are you gonna say something like that's disrespectful? Because uh, you, you remember like five minutes ago. <laughs> in the Wayback Machine when you was clowning Frederick Douglass <laughs> I wasn't clowning him he was getting some ass <laughs> that's not clowning him <laughs> oh it's okay when you get him some ass but wow so I took her corset off exposing her boobs Once drunk again. history brought to you by the Coding 40 <laughs> yeah so the good lord burn take thee hither in thy mouth mm. Oh, we should do that. Drunk Black History. Oh, my God. <laughs> we can definitely manage destroy- the first part of that. <laughs> oh, <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But that, that you know, other than the, uh, you know, the uh, voiceover stuff, just, you know, chilling, man. Looking forward for this year to be over with, man. And, and hopefully 2021 has a, a better a better light. And that's basically it. All right. What's up with you, Al? Oh, all types of craziness, I guess. Um First, I've been, uh, (laughs) (laughs) I got to give a shout out to all the, uh, robo groupies that I've been getting. Who's, uh, sliding in my DMS, throwing up mad, uh, robotic, uh, back shots and offering me brain. (laughs) 
I didn't, I didn't Russian, know this uh, Russian, po- yeah. Russian bot ass. I, yeah, I didn't know this podcast <laughs> game was like this. Yeah, I got a, uh, a offer the other day. Uh, would you like uh, head or back shots? I'm like, wait a minute. Whoa. Damn. But, I am uh, Russian robot. Do you want back shot or head? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. So, like Melania. <laughs> yeah, basically. The the comedy in, the, in our lives right now. So <laughs> we're still on some ordering twice uh, and discarding or getting rid of the second item. So or the first item. So we ordered a tree the other day to be delivered sight unseen. And I was waking up from a nap and my wife was asking me, like, what what kind of tree should we order? Because we had talked about it early in the, in the day. And I'm like, still in, in mid fog, you know how you wake up and you still your thoughts still not clear and you're, you're just talking so we had agreed to a five foot tree so in my mind at the time i'm thinking oh five foot tree okay cool whatever the tree arrives <laughs> <laughs> first of all the tree, tree. Yeah, tree is not five feet well it is five feet but it's only five feet because there's the top portion of the tree that has no uh, needles. Hmm. There's just one branch with absolutely no pine on it that extends about 12 inches. Oh, you got that like, Charlie Brown. We that got the got Charlie Brown. The tree was like, I'm four and six with heels. I'm five feet. <laughs> Please, I, I'm, I'm a small tree. I'm four six, but put some heels on me. I'm five feet. Right. So and then I, I realized that I really have no concept of of space unless I have like a measuring tape or, uh, space. You need like a six height, foot tree. The whole thing. Homeboy, I purchased a seven and a half foot tree. <laughs> what? <laughs> you think you got my new bowl in the, in the mirror right now. Hey, what do you want to do? Put me a tree. I'm a Christmas tree now. <laughs> Put lights on me. I'm seven. No, 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 no. So, I, we, so my, my oldest and I uh, go and we take the uh, first tree back. And the woman who greets us is like, oh, you bought a, a, a Charlie Brown tree. I'm like, yeah, that's why we're bringing it back. And she said, oh, you're bringing it back. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, that's fine. So we go pick another tree. And she's helping. And this woman is obviously on speed or cocaine because her movement is way too fast. She's way too hyped to hold nine. So she winds up measuring the tree. It's seven and a half foot. I'm like, I guess it's fine because we got nine feet, nine or ten foot ceilings here. When she goes to price it, she looks at the wrong list. And what should have been a $95 tree, she quotes me $85. And the guy next to me looks at her and he's like, First, he goes, nah, I ain't going to say nothing. And she goes, what, what, what? He's like, yeah, actually, that's a $95 tree. And I look like, oh, I don't really care, but I would like the $10 off just on GP in my mind. Mm -hmm. So she gets adamant, like, what, we going to just charge him $10 after I just already gave him a price? I'm like, oh, I like the way this is going right now. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, hold up. It's like, hold up. This nigga, what's the what's that Denzel movie where the spirit jumps from one body to the next? Basically, uh, was it Fallen? Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. Fallen. Fallen. So L was basically the the, the, the <laughs> fucking demon and fell into the other woman's body to make her do his bit in his shit. <laughs> 
Yo, so he he backs down immediately. We get the lower price and we uh, deal with the uh, transaction. My son is my son is my son. He sees a penguin on the uh, as we walk and he's like, hey, dad, we should buy this. I'm like, wow. okay. so we get the penguin and we head home and we uh, get ready to at least plant the tree because my kids are like they want to decorate this tree. You got a lot of penguin now? No, no, it's 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 a, it's a plus. It's a plus, but um, now I oh. can't find the screws that hold the tree into oh, the, the uh, base Christ. of the tree. So now I have a tree sitting in the foyer, wrapped up, <laughs> drying out rapidly. Rapidly. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I can't get too drunk because after this uh recording, oh, after these two recordings God. tonight, I've got to uh basically put some water in the well and sit the tree in it. And it's just going to lean on the wall like a drunk tree for at least <laughs> till tomorrow. Cause I got to uh, put some sugar water, put some sugar yeah, in water. Exactly. Yeah, so you got to uh, spend 10, $10 and buy some new screws. <laughs> well, no, I'm going to have to go get a whole new base. Cause I, I went to the home Depot today, try to find it and they didn't have it. Cause obviously the home Depot next to me has absolutely no inventory. So, uh, there was that. And, um, the funny thing is I've been hanging out with my son and I'm realizing he is incredibly a black nerd. So he is blurted out and I find it incredibly warming because he is not thinking about any of the stuff I had to think about at 12 years old. So I feel like we are doing um, a good job in that area. Uh, today, while we were waiting for the Uber, he goes, you know what, dad? Um, so, like, I remember when you used to tower over me. Now, if I take you to school, they'll be like, who's your new friend? So, I was like. <laughs> and that's when you punch him in the chest? <laughs> he just call you a little nigga? Yes, basically. <laughs> so, uh, the, the kid ha- actually does have a great sense of humor. So, um, I, I enjoy spending these little moments with him. Um but yeah, man, so we're getting ready for uh, the Christmas holiday, and uh, I don't know what's going to come of this tree, but I will... I'm thinking about doing a TikTok. There's this TikTok with um, a Christmas bomb, and I may do it. I'm just... I'm not I'm not sure how to... It depends on how this tree turns out. A TikTok for your Christmas tree? What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, so they, it's, it's like this audio where it says... Uh, I don't know. I can't... It, it almost makes it seem like it's a, no a uh, military um, fighting... Or some kind of war zone, and you you are supposed to throw a ball as if it's a grenade, and then it blows up, and then you see the Christmas tree lit up and everything. Oh, that sounds, sounds sweet. Real? Yeah, it does. <laughs> oh, <laughs> pause. And then we throw a grenade, <laughs> and it blows up, and it trees sparkly. I don't know. Yay. Maybe that is. Uh, if throwing a bomb is gay now, that's pretty. Uh, <laughs> progressive before you do it just ask your 12 year old if it's cool or not because yeah it sounds not cool at all it sounds like middle ground it sounds like middle ground it sounds like old man trying to be young yeah yeah it sounds like old man making an effort trying how does how does tick tock tick how does tick tock do one of these ticky tocks dig ticky tacky what is it ticky no, but I'm watching other tick. adults do it with their kids, so it's obviously a thing. What is this? What is it? Tick, kick, cock, cock, tick. What is this? <laughs> oh, ticks of my cock. What is this? Oh, there you go. Pause. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Thanks, Mac. Uh, that's, that's what I'm here for to keep you guys honest. Hey, Captain Paul in the building. Needed I'm some in. separation there. <laughs> Captain Paul. Uh, Captain Paul. Like it's like a comma. It's like a comma. Captain Pause. Semicolon. Captain Pause in the building. That's it. That's it. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> one two one two. Is this thing on? What up? It's your man Rich Medina. And when I'm not running cats over with this vinyl, I'm paying a lot of attention to decoding 40. These brothers know what they're talking about. So, as I told you guys, my wife um, was pregnant. What? And had the baby on Saturday. Oh. Big up. Do you both. Thank you. Boy, thank oh, you. Thank baby thank makes you. three. Yes, I had a beautiful baby girl. Um, basically, one w- within one week of my birthday, and um, she was supposed to be an Aquarius, and she's a Sagittarius, like me. Um, so I'm excited about that. Um, but it, but it was crazy. So basically, my wife was supposed to give birth in February, and Thanksgiving came. We had a nice weekend. It was really quiet. We weren't going anywhere because of COVID. I mean, all these things going on. And then Monday night, I'm, I'm up late. I'm watching some movies. I just couldn't sleep for whatever reason. I couldn't sleep. So I go to sleep like 3.34. Finally get a good groove. You know when you just get into that good sleep? Bam! I get punched in my chest. I'm like, what? Now, mind you, my wife's only thir- 31 weeks. So baby's two months away. My water broke. What do you mean your water broke? Your water didn't break. What are you talking about? Now my water broke. I get up. Alexa, yes. turn the lights on. Lights come on. Oh, that's what you're going to say, Alexa. Did her water break? Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> All right, call me in over. Get your oh, ass up. Your water did not break. So Yo, You have water... a Spanish, Alexa. Very nice. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so the water broke. So we call the doctor. We call the hospital. The doctor's like, um, we got to call him like three times because he's knocked out. He must have just pulled a three-day shift or whatever. Finally calls him back. He's like, no, go to the hospital. We have a doula. We called the doula. The doula was like, wait a minute. Let's see what's going on. And then they were like, okay, no, go to the hospital. So we go to the hospital and my wife's going into labor. The miracle of modern science, they go through all of these things because the baby is early and they stopped the pregnancy. They just stopped it. Stop um, the labor. The labor. Sorry. Right. So it was, it was amazing to watch because she was going, she was having the baby and they stopped it. They, they, they put the stop on the, on the labor. So, Anyway, so that probably took, I don't know. Um, I was there probably, was there probably like a day and a half. Stable. I go home. Everything's cool. I go back to work. Mind you, I'm setting up to take work off in like two months. So I'm trying to, so I'm like, and then we just had a holiday. So all this work was backed up. So I'm trying to get some work done, knock some work out. And um, everything was cool. Going back and forth to the hospital. They're like, all right, we just, we just going to try to leave her in this state for three weeks. And then we'll see where we're at. And we'll, we'll, we'll take it from there. I said, okay. So a couple of days goes by. My parents go to see her one day. I kind of take the day off and sleep. I get some work done. And then the next day I go, I bring a gift basket. I, we do board games, magazines, whatever. And um, so I probably leave the hospital 10, 11 o'clock. I drive home slow. I stop, get something to eat. So I probably go to sleep 1.30. 2.21. I just, now, mind you, I just left the hospital. 2.21. And I know because my phone rang and I looked at the clock. 2.21, my phone rings. It's my wife. She says, doctor says, you got to come back. I was like, I just left. I was like, I was like, I'm on my way. Jump back in my clothes. 
So I'm that. So so I'm. That's like I don't know how many hours I've been up now. I jumped back in my clothes, went back to the hospital, and they're like, "All right, we're gonna see what's going on." They would. She was just in pain. They were trying to check her out. They moved her to another side of the hospital. They're trying to find a baby's heartbeat. The woman couldn't find a baby's heartbeat. I start panicking. Doctor comes in, takes the sonogram. He's like, "Okay, we're going now." Literally, they take my wife into the into the OR. They throw me in scrubs. They said, you can't come in. And they said, you can't come in. In 10 minutes, I saw my daughter. They were they, in 10 minutes. It was the most amazing traumatic thing that I've, that's, I've <laughs> um, and, and I And I saw that. And then they put me behind the shield because they didn't want me. So I was behind the shield. Like they let me in because oh, of COVID changed all the rules. But they put me behind the shield so I couldn't see what they were, all these things uh that the doctors were doing, they, they shielded us from seeing it. Um, but it was, it was an amazing experience and I have a beautiful, I have a beautiful baby girl, man. And I'm, uh, life will never be the same. It's my first child and I'm, and I'm super excited about it. So amazing. Excited about it. Congratulations, man. man. Congratulations. Thank you guys. Yeah, man. Thank you guys. So now I'm trying to do all the prep work and all of that and get ready and work and figure it out and Christmas and manage all these other spinning plates that I got. So, um, I'm just, I'm, I wasn't even sure we were going to be able to record tonight. Well, I wasn't going to be able to record tonight, but it all worked out. So here we are. You did the poor planning like me and my wife. So we have a baby that was born in December. Then we have Christmas. Then we have New Year's. And then we have another baby that was born in January. So we, <laughs> nice. we just, we just were just fucking. It just didn't, we didn't even think about, but you have a, you have a pandemic baby though. I do. Uh, officially. Yeah. yeah. Officially, I have a I have a pandemic baby. I I can even tell you exactly the night the baby was made. It I think most made, people can. It was made the night of the Jill Scott, Erica Badu versus challenge. Oh wow! You're getting in the way. Yes. Put that. Skeet, put skeet. put put it in, big dog. <laughs> skeet skeet baby <laughs> made. Mm-hmm. Living my life like it's golden. Living my life like it's golden. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> now, but the but the funny thing was, is she's supposed to come in twenty twenty one. So that's some that's some good news. Yeah, that's the, that's that's the joint. Right <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. That's probably when it was like, <laughs> all right, I can't hold it anymore. <laughs> but um, yeah. So she wanted to come in twenty twenty and and. Have a birthday with a daddy. So that's what's up. That's what we're doing. Exciting stuff. Amazing. So one of these days while I'm home before the baby comes, uh, my wife had arranged for the guy. We have we have the, you know, we have bottled water. So the so the guy, she arranged, she was like, Don't forget the water guy is coming and he's gonna clean the cooler. So what they used to do, anybody who gets bottled water, back in the day when you had bottled water, they would just come and replace the cooler. They don't do that anymore. You they you give them a couple of dollars or whatever it is, and they come and they clean it and they they take the the, the midsection out and they, whatever they do, they, they do this whole process. So she was like, don't forget the water guys coming, whatever. And I was like, all right, he's coming. Of course I forgot doorbell rings. And I was like, I forgot she was coming. He was like, everybody forgets I'm coming. Don't, don't take birth. So the guy rings the doorbell comes in. He's a Puerto Rican Dominican dude, big, big dude. I think he's, I think he's Puerto Rican. Nice guy. Nicest guy comes in. So he comes in and um, for the purposes of the story, let's call him John. So John comes in and, and, <laughs> 
and he's such a nice guy. He's like, yeah, where's the cooler? What's going on? And I was like, yeah, whatever. I was like, yo, you, you, you almost didn't catch me because I was on the way to the hospital because my wife's having a baby. He was like, oh, he's like, I just had a baby too. I was like, oh, he's like, I had a daughter. I was like, I'm having a girl too. So we're just chopping it up, whatever. And the guy's doing a really good job on the thing. And I have no cash in the house because I've been running around. I had no cash in the wallet. So I was like, all right. Um, I said, listen, man, I don't have any cash. You, you, can I cash app you? And he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Now, mind you, the only reason I know his name because it says John on his work jacket because he's in uniform. They don't want just anybody going to TL. So I'm like, all right, all right. Uh, so I said, wait, you, like what's you can't switch the jacket? <laughs> right. So, so I'm like, <laughs> I'm all exactly. in your house, nigga. Got everything, son. <laughs> Roll it up. Yeah. I got everything, son. Give me all your shit, papa. <laughs> I fooled you. <laughs> it says Jose, but my name is Danny. Give me your fucking money, bitch. Get on the floor. Give me all your baby stuff, too. I take the baby monitor, the fucking, give me the fucking, the stroller. Yo, you said it like it was immovable. Like his jacket was just stuck on him. <laughs> so, pause. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> oh shit! I already know so, the name of this episode. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, so I say, um, I say to the guy, I say, yo, I said, I don't have any cash. Do you have cash app? He goes, I do actually. I said, oh great, man. I said, I just want to give you a couple of dollars. I appreciate you know what you're doing, man. He's like, yeah, no doubt. So, so I said, um, to mind you, just says John on his jacket. So I said, what's your, what's your? Now, mind you, this guy's got to be. 62320 like big dude 330 big guy so i said to him, I, said, I said what's your what's your cash app and he goes um he goes uh big johnny zulu battle cry big johnny zulu i'm like all right <laughs> again got teddy bear sweet got pause teddy bear nice guy really sweet so i said um so I, so i said uh I, so I, I type in big johnny zulu and it comes up number 1 zulu Whatever his Zulu name is, number one Zulu X, whatever, whatever. I was like, uh, I was like, okay, I have, to, I, I have to ask. I like, I can't, I can't just let him walk out now. So I said, um, John, can I ask you a question? He's like, yeah, man. I said, um, are you in the Zulu nation? He's like, peace, God. Yo, so so so. He's like breaking it all down. Now, mind you, he was sweet, mild mannered Peter Parker, and then he immediately turned into Spider Man, and he went mm. into his whole thing, and he was like, well, we're not the nation anymore. We're not the nation because we had all those issues with Bambada and some of the other elders. And he said, how are we supposed to support the community and the kids and people are harming them? So he says, we are now the Zulu union. And I was like, okay, peace. That's awesome, man. I appreciate it. He was like, no doubt. Then he went right back into work mode, They're right back in nice guy mode. Excellent. So listen, I'm going to put my name on the side of the cooler. I mean, my, not my number. If you have any problems, <laughs> give me a call. Nicest guy. Have an amazing day, sir. Appreciate. Thank you for the tip. Have a great day. Walked out. So that was my uh, was Zulu Zulu Union. The Zulu Union came to to clean my cooler, and it was like a little piece of history. And he just, I got a history lesson. I was entertained, and I got amazing service. So shout out to him. Wow. So well, what your, about you guys? About, yes, your, your story okay. about um, about the birth of the first one. It just brought up memories. My my when my daughter was born, my wife and I. We were sitting around the house watching um, Bill Maher, and this was well, this is when we were in the apartment. We're still in that one bedroom apartment in Clinton Hill, and we're sitting around watching watching Bill Maher. It's late at night. I had just finished working, 
and I was still sort of working because I, I had some some things that I was wrapping up. So I was sitting at the dining room table and she was laying on the couch and she claimed that her water broke. She claimed? <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's, honey, that is ridiculous. Your water did not break. The baby's not due till next week. And, uh... He said next week. Yo, like, I, like, yo, like I, I don't know like what you're talking had about. A Google, like right. the baby had a Google calendar. <laughs> yeah. Not until next week. I didn't get an email about this. What are you talking about? I was about? in full denial. And uh, we called the doctor on call. And I was like, nah, I, I think we have to wait for the contractions. At that point, like I'm foggy. Like with all the instructions that we'd been given in the baby class, mm. um, they were sort of running into each other in my head. <laughs> so I was like, oh no, we have to wait for the contractions to be a certain amount, you know. Call a cat and boil some water. <laughs> <laughs> Get some towels. <laughs> I I saw this on I Love Lucy once. <laughs> I saw this on <laughs> an episode of SVU. <laughs> 227. <laughs> Amen. And, and and the doctor called back and was like, no, nah, go no, nah, it's time. It's time to go to the hospital. So we were so of course we had nothing packed because the baby was coming next week. Wow. Right. And tomorrow we're going to pack the baby bag, the, 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 the go bag. Right. This is like Friday night. And like our plan was Saturday is the end of the you know weekend. Well, we have time to do stuff. So we'll pack the go bag on Saturday. Email and so we got how babies hold work. Up, hold up. Email the baby. Let the baby know. <laughs> Saturday now. I text her. Saturday. I text her. Well, you, you know, the baby. funny thing is, is, like, I just got back in town. I had mm. been gone for five weeks. Wow. I was in California for five weeks, and I just got back in town. And my wife stopped working on Wednesday, mm. and now it's Friday. Oh, wow. She worked right through her pregnancy. Yeah. 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 She was like, because she's going to take the next week off and oh. wait for the baby to come. Well, if that was the case, then I guess. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Right? So I'll take the week off, you know. Yeah. Now we're running around the bedroom like chickens with our heads cut off. I'm so trying to remain calm. To Are keep you on some Penny Hill shit at this point? No, no, no. Okay. I'm, I'm trying to keep it together. But inside, I'm fucking. Yeah, that's playing on the inside. <laughs> Outside, I'm like, yeah, let's keep calm. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm throwing whatever. I'm throwing whatever in it. We're throwing like galoshes, paper towel, rolls of paper towel, um, garbage bags, um, two by four, two candles. Yeah. And um, while we're in the bedroom, it just came out like whoosh. Mm. And we're like, oh shit, this is. We're gonna is, clean this up. This is. Get <laughs> 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 the fuck. Where's the mop at? <laughs> shit. Where's the fabuloso? <laughs> I need some fabuloso real quick because the lavender, get that out. You know. Like, oh, this is really, really happening. So mm. we, I, we were, I, we didn't have a plan. We didn't have an exit strategy. We did not have a plan. So, so I'm in the basement, you know, with the elevator open. And I'm I'm delivering my own child. We, uh, we call up. We call an Uber. Wow. I oh. call the Uber XL and I grab some garbage. <laughs> obviously, back. yeah. Obviously, just in case we got to. He thought about becomes a, a labor room. He thought about getting an Uber pool, but you know, uh, wasn't sure. Yeah. 
I'm in the cab right now, and this motherfucker having a baby with his wife. His wife, you know what I'm saying? This is crazy, son. (laughs) (laughs) So I I call, we call an Uber pool, and I put down garbage bags on the back seat. Not the pool. You you call the XL. I'm sorry, sorry. I'm going to call the Uber XL. (laughs) Hell, you did call a pool. You cheap motherfucker. The truth is revealed. (laughs) (laughs) We got on the city bike. Well, we got lucky. We didn't pick up anybody else. (laughs) I put her on the city bike, right? And you saved nine dollars. Good for you. The Honda, the Honda Civic Coupe comes up, pulls up. <laughs> Thank God it was a hatchback, and she could lay down. Where oh. you going, puppy? No, um, we got the Uber XL. I put garbage bags on the on the back seat, and as she's feeling the the contractions, she's sort of went, you know, making noises and and whatever. And, and the driver, I was just about was, to ask about the driver. This dude was calm as he was calm as hell. But he was boogieing. He was boogieing. It was. It was a. I, th- I think it was an Escalade, and like he was running red lights. Mm. He was. I don't know if he was worried about the leather seats. Yes, yes, he was. Or just wanted to make sure that we got to the hospital. But either way, please um, don't get these seats bad. Wet. I think I gave him like a sixty dollar tip. Nice. Um, because he nice. was really boogieing. Like he was, but not, but not like unsafely. Like he, yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. He he understood the urgency of the moment. Yeah, he definitely did. And uh, he he had no warning. The only warning was me opening the door and putting garbage bags on his back seat. <laughs> like hold and on, pushing me <laughs> and pushing my pregnant wife into the car. And he's I'm like, giving oh, this. Shit. I'm giving this low talking <laughs> motherfucker one star. <laughs> Bringing a fucking garbage and, bag. And that's and why my daughter's my middle name is. That's why my daughter's middle name is Hector. Oh, I thought you were going to say Uber. Very nice. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Matesh or something like that. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not Hector. But yo, yeah, that I'm moment sure. though. It is Uber though. The baby comes out. They're funny looking. They look like little aliens. They covered in slime. I got pictures. My so my daughter. I, I had you my grabbed camera. your camera. Oh, I have. I had. I, I took pictures on my phone and I had my still camera wow. in my hand. So I have pictures of my daughter actually coming out, exiting. Um, and the nurses were like, "No, no, no, you can't do that. You can't do that." I was like, "Oh, okay. I will. I'll stop." okay i won't do that chick 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 and uh yeah so i got pictures of her actually coming out um, wow which was kind of amazing and my son i have a better shot because the nurse when he came out she held him up like like uh like the lion king Mm. that's dope man hey thanks for listening if you're enjoying this episode and i'm sure you are Be sure to catch the guys for Decoding 40 After Dark every Monday night at 11 p.m. if you're on the East Coast and 8 p.m. if you're on the West Coast. Streaming live on Facebook and YouTube. It's the same shit, just live. Decoding 40 After Dark. What was uh, your first? I I was pretty interesting. Um, I think our first son, he was a week late and my wife was sort of over it and... I believe we had sex that morning because, you know, sex brings on labor contractions. And I'll say it again and I'll say it a million times. There's nothing better than pregnant vagina. (laughs) I believe that there are angels in the vagina with their angelic hands softly massaging your dick as it goes in and out. And they are singing (laughs) hymns. It is amazing. 
Yo, you are horrible. <laughs> <right now. laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Jesus um, Christ, man. We so, um, so you know what's you know one of his bookmarks. You you can already figure out his bookmarks. Porn her bookmark. I don't I don't I don't bookmark myself. Thank you very much, An- sir. Angelic angelic freedom. Hold up, hold up. Hell like West Indian I don't write nothing down. Everything is in my head. <laughs> you don't bookmark These nothing. are facts, sir. These are facts. West Indian Archie of Pornhub. I, I, angelic release. Angelic. <laughs> He's the West Indian Archie of Pornhub. I don't write nothing. All the slashes and dashes for memory. <laughs> yeah, we don't favorite nothing. Okay. I, I, live in, I, I live in incognito. Um, <laughs> So the funny thing is, even we we were the opposite of Alaric and his wife. I think my wife had the go bag packed probably six months into the pregnancy for no other reason than she had nothing to do on a Sunday, probably. Um, So that bag was already set, but the room wasn't set. So I was still painting and her brother came down and helped me paint. And we were painting baseboards and and the room and, and the walls. And I think my cousin had come over and a few other people were at the house. So I drove my cousin home. My wife wanted some uh, golden uh, crust uh, over on Linden. So I was dropping my cousin off in Queens. So I dropped, uh, stopped at uh, Golden Crust, came back. Food was good. She had something spicy, probably jerk chicken. And it didn't sit with her well. And then, you know, she was just kind of up the whole night. So I was up still getting everything ready. And I think I got about three hours worth of sleep. And then she winds up, similar to Mac, just waking me up, probably punching me in my chest. Like, it's time. And I feel like I'm screwing the story up. She'll probably listen to it and be like, oh, you you got it all fucked up. But anyway, we call her doctor and let her know that um, her water broke. So we go to the doctor's office and the doctor's like, yeah, you guys should go over to the hospital immediately. And I'm talking to her mom. Her mom happens to be out of town at a uh, some type of conference. So by the time she and she's on her way back to the city, and this was a Sunday, the Sunday that the Giants were playing the Packers in the uh, playoffs. So I'm still, you know, part of my brain is in that world. And the other part is like, I'm tired and this baby's on the way, it appears. So we get to the hospital and she is in serious labor. She doesn't want to do any drugs. So it's completely natural birth. And so we're doing like the breathing exercises and blah, blah, blah. And at the time I used to, I was wearing my wedding ring. This woman is squeezing my hand with so much pressure. The ring, it feels like it's cracking the bones in my finger. And all she's doing is focused on this green dot on the wall. But at the same time, I'm trying to keep my composure because I'm a man, right? But at the same time, <laughs> she is like decimating my fingers to the point like I feel like the the dust from inside my skin is exiting my skin and it is just bone dust. And I'm like, holy shit. I'm crushing yeah. your hand. You feel me crushing your hand? So don't try to don't try to pull yo, away. I'm crushing a woman's strength becomes Thanos level when they are pregnant and about to deliver. Hmm. <laughs> so I take my ring off and I think a couple of hours, maybe not even an hour, maybe 30, 45 minutes, we go into um, the room where she's going to deliver. And then all of a sudden her mom shows up in 
full fur coat and just is like almost posing in my mind. And just like, the mother is here. You, peasant nurse, take my coat. I want to make sure my daughter's okay. <laughs> so I feel a little bit more relieved because during the call, when we were on our way, I, she, I called her. I was like, hey, we're on, uh, uh, on the way to the hospital. And she's like, well, you need, do you need me to do anything? And stupid me, I'm, I, I was in that fog too. Like, no, we got it. Everything's good. Inside my mind, I'm like... Everything's not good. I don't got it. This shit is not right. We're having a baby. Oh, my God. But I'm still trying to stay calm for her. So um, I think maybe 10, 15 minutes, uh, our son is born after that. And I remember how vivid all the colors and the smells were. Everything seemed to move in slow motion. The reds were super red. The browns, if you get what I'm saying, was super brown and everything else was like, wow. It just felt like this is an unbelievable moment. And he was he was crying when he came out and they put him in the uh, I don't even know what you call it. It's like the warm bed, whatever it is. Um, incubator. incubator. Is that an incubator? Yeah. OK. Yes. They call it. Um, the warm <laughs> bed. The warm bed, yeah. That's right, yeah. Um, and then I let him hold my finger, and he stopped crying. And that's the moment I felt like I am a dad. And um, my wife was like, don't lose sight of this kid because I don't want them swapping this kid. And then I was like, all right, well, I've, I've got to be over this kid like a, a, a hawk at this point. So, Oh, shit. They gonna take so, off, baby. I heard yeah. about. It. I read about that shit. There's a meme about that online. <laughs> but it it was fierce oh, because she shit. was walking That's around crazy. the hospital and everybody was like, "Yo, you need to rest." And she was like, "I'm I'm good. I'm on guard." Um, yeah, and Just in uh, case. <laughs> I I was on that kid like a hawk. Like mm. when they washed him, when they swaddled him, and just it 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 is one of the best days of my life. Of course, um. My first one was crazy because I remember getting the phone call. Actually, no, it was a beep because this was 1996. <laughs> it hit you on your pager? On my pager, right? So the pager went off on and the then I called back. And uh, apparently she had went in for a checkup. But the doctor was like, nah, you're not going home. You're going to have the baby because the, I guess whatever the, the levels were low or whatever. So my my daughter was supposed to be born, I believe, in October, early November. She wound up coming in September. So I'm racing up to Glen Cove Hospital and it was a fall day. It was like a cloudy fall day and I was playing the Roots album and I get to the hospital and at first, you know, they're like, oh, well, you know, she's not going to come right away. It's going to be a minute. You can go home. So I go home. I come back the next day and I'm waiting and I'm waiting. And they're like, oh, well, it's not going to happen. And then all of a sudden, shit just changes. Now, now she's she's having contractions. And, and you know, the, the next thing I know, the baby's coming. We rush into the, the room or whatever. And it just I remember it being cold in there. I don't, I don't want to say generic, but just kind of cold. There's nothing, nothing warm about it. It was nothing warm about that particular room. It was more of like an operating room. So, you know, she pushes a couple of times and they were like, you want to cut the cord? And I was like, sure, I'll cut the cord. And I remember cutting the cord and it, and it, and I'm actually feeling it. 
feeling like a, a pain or like a rush, you know, from doing it. And then uh, they, you know, they put her in a swaddle and they, and they gave it to me. And I just remember looking at her and instantly falling in love with her and being like, holy shit, this is my child. Like I'm responsible for this man. Like, what the fuck am I going to do? How am I going to make this happen? I'm only 22 years old. You know what I'm saying? I'm too young to do this. And it got real, real fucking quick. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, <laughs> I was, I fell in love with her instantly. And I, at one point I'm just holding and looking at her. And uh, her mother's like, you know, Vinny, are you, are you gonna? Can I see her? Can I see her? And then I was like, oh yeah, sure, sure, you know. So she, I showed her to her mother, but I just was like, yo, this was. I just, I just kept telling her I love her, you know. And then my, I brought her out, and my mother was there, and my mother looked at her, and my mother's like, she looks so familiar, she looks so familiar, and her mother goes, I know why, because she looks just like you, and she looks like mm-hmm. my mother to this yeah. day, but. Yeah, it was just bugged out, man. Like, what a fucking experience, man. That's the first time you fall in love, truly fall in love with something. You can have lust at first sight and all those things, but your your child is like instant, instant. I love you and I will kill for you. You know, mm-hmm. I will fucking rip somebody's head off if they come near you. You know, it, and it's an instant feeling because you don't know the child until the child is here. Then the child is here and boom. Yeah. Yeah, man. That 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 next the next thing is when she actually comes home with you because you walk out of the hospital like I'm not qualified to take care of a, of a little person. Word. Who the fuck told them that I was qualified to do this? And then you got to figure it out. They're just like here. Have a nice day. You got a car seat? Okay, here you go. Really? Yeah. yeah. And, and I, haven't done, I haven't done any of that yet. I'm like, I'm like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. <laughs> Yo, you got to hold her a little bit longer. <laughs> Yo, and, Yo, you, you, you are going to look at the car seat and see how it's installed 50 times. Yep. Yeah. You, we, we don't have the, the car seat isn't installed. Like I have to oh, get all you, of that done. Once you and, get it in, you will look at it. I, I labored and just was like, it has to be in. I freaked out like a number of times. Like I'm shaking it vigorously. Like, is it, is it in? I'm trying to <laughs> simulate it in the trees and, 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 <laughs> and, and, and telephone pole. I'm trying to rip it out. You yeah. <laughs> sat in it, jerked, right. jerked around, <laughs> paused. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yo man <sighs> but it yeah, but it's good crazy. man it's 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 a good sense of um is where you because you, you become so uh, what is it's i don't know i'm drunk so <laughs> <laughs> I, I, no, I remember the the drive home when when uh my wife, my wife and my daughter got released from the hospital. At the time, we didn't have a car. So um, we, were, we were using my mother-in-law's car. And my mother-in-law um, came. And um, so we had the seat in the back. And y'all know how I drive, yeah. right? I'm a yeah. little aggressive on the road. Yeah, so yeah. A little. <laughs> yeah. But driving home, I'm like, I've never had to drive with a newborn in the car mm. before. Mm-hmm. So I'm like cursing people out. All they're doing is they're in the they're in, they're just in the lane next to me. But I'm like, why are you that Fuck close? You so close, son. <laughs> Move your shit, yo. I got a baby on board. <laughs> yeah, get this is go. Just go. And I'm like driving slow. And this is like, you know, when you see their faces and you feel that that genuine love for them. And 
you know, that they're completely reliant on you. Hmm. The, the thing I remember most is the first time my daughter touched me in a way that was acknowledging me. All of a sudden, I felt like I was real. Mm. This little being just acknowledged my existence, you know, who I who I have this undying love for has just acknowledged my existence. Yeah. It, it just kind of blew me away. That's, that's one of the things I, I remember so distinctly. The word I was looking for is obsessed, and you become so obsessive about everything. And I remember a similar situation. I used to give my son a bath. That Like, that was our routine. And one of the times I remember him looking up at me, he had one of these just, actually, no, I think we used to wash him in the sink, probably in the sink. And he just would look up at me and it just would be like, these are the moments that make my day worthwhile. And um, I miss those days because now it's like, you know, he'll just hang out in his room, play video games or talk on the phone. But um, still, as obsessed over this kid as the first day he was born. Yo, I remember the first time I ever felt compassion for my child. And I was having a really bad day and I went to pick her up, man. And I was having a fucked up day, emotional day. And I came to pick her up and I looked at her and I was feeling all kind of fucked up, man. And I just looked at her and she just came up to me and she looked at me and she looked at me and she saw me. She saw that I was feeling fucked up and she came over and she gave me a hug and she wrapped her little arms around me and then she hugged me. And on the, on my back, she pat me with her hand like a pop, mm. pop, pop. Mm. And, and, and just like, and this, and held me tight and just did it again. Pop, pop, pop. And I was like, this little spirit man just picked up on how I was feeling. And that hug was the best hug ever. Aww. It was like, yo, all that bullshit that I was going through, I knew no, that this child loved me. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And it, it was just, it was beautiful, man. It was a beautiful moment. But uh, yeah, man, it, it's, you're going to have a whole bunch of those moments, man. So get ready. I'm excited. I'm excited. And, you know, I'm glad that, that my child is healthy and, and, and my job is to make her happy and, and, uh, and, and protect. So I'm excited about that. However, I do have a question for y'all. Um, because it is a girl, uh, I'm gonna go and get uh go uh, shotgun shopping with Vinny, and I need because I need to get good with it. So by the time yeah. she's 16, I'm ready. Um, yeah. <laughs> Let me know. But um, <laughs> but um, so 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 what do you guys think? And 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 from what I hear, girls love their daddies more. So oh yeah, we'll, we'll see. We're gonna we're gonna put that test to the to the theory. We're gonna put that theory to the test. Um, what, but what do you guys think is worth dealing with a daddy's girl or a girl with daddy issues? Hello, my friend. This is Black Jesus. And when I'm down here on earth, the first people I got to come to bless is the good guys over at Decoding 40 because, you know, they doing my work. They doing God's work because you niggas need guidance. Let's start with what's the difference. So a girl that's a daddy's girl is spoiled. And it's been given everything and their father, uh, you know, gives them everything and they don't want for anything. And they've had everything, seen everything, tasted everything because daddy's provided for them. And the girl with daddy issues is because motherfucker wasn't there. And mm-hmm. so she doesn't even know how to she doesn't even know how to be held or uh, or, or she never had that opportunity from her father. 
So she had to learn from the hard way from, you know, some teenage boy or worse. So they have, she has a lot of issues, man, because her father wasn't there to, you know, give her to provide her for that, you know, first imagery of a man being, you know, and doing things positive for her, you know? So I think those are the worst because then it becomes every man is a fucking problem. Mm-hmm. You know, you have a problem because you, you know, you didn't have a good relationship with your father, didn't know your father. So you think that every man is like that is going to, is going to run out on you or, or treat you like shit or whatever. So it's crazy. But on the other I mean, hand, <laughs> the expectation from the daddy, yeah. you know, the daddy's girl is like, fuck man. Like, yo, what I'm saying? Cause my daddy bought me a Benz when I was in like high school. Like, I don't even know what you're trying to do. Like, give me a Honda Civic. Like, you know, I don't say that. <laughs> nigga like, uh, well, I'm, I'm married to a daddy's girl. Um, but I've never, I've never had a relationship, a long-term relationship with someone who didn't have a good relationship with their father, mm-hmm. either, um, you know, a two parent household or a strong bond with their father. I just find like women in those situations where they're, they're they have daddy issues. We don't really get along. We don't really, we don't really click like that. I tend to click with women who do have strong relationships with their fathers. And I think I, I find that maybe more attractive. I, I, I find like some, some women that might have daddy's is, daddy issues. It can be problematic for me. Like it's, uh, then you become a replacement. You know what I mean? And uh, that's not, that's not a, a, a that's not a responsibility it, I want. It depends. I think, you know, thinking back on it, I dated, I think I dated a lot of girls who their fathers, they had a relationship with them, but they were like not around. Um, I've had quite a few of those. And I, I think some of those relationships were really good. And I think a lot of them came to peace with it, came to terms with it. Um, and they had to, you know, kind of find their own identities. At, at, but in but terms you're, of who they I'm were talking about like women. long, long term relationships. Yeah, you're probably right. I see your point. Um, I I don't know. I got to think about that though. I got to think about that though. I gotta I gotta really, I gotta I gotta I gotta run through the rolodex. But I think that um, yeah, most of them probably did were were good. That I just don't know if they were all they were close with their fathers. But I th- I don't know if it's close with their fathers automatically make them daddy's girls. No, no, think? no. But 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 I I not every not every long term relationship was daddy's girls spoiled. But they had strong, mm. they had strong relationships with their fathers. Yeah. Like, I've never dated a woman who did not know who her father was, or yeah. hadn't seen her father since she was five. Not long term. I, I, I don't, I don't know. Like, we, we just ne- never. And we're not we saying nothing wrong with that. It's not, it's not wrong. No, with, no, I'm with not saying women. anything wrong yeah, with we're that. We're not saying anything wrong with it. Yeah. Just, I, I maybe mm. our, 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 just maybe our experiences were vastly different. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, my wife's definitely right. daddy's girl. I was just thinking about what Rick just said. I think I'm actually the ab- ab- absolute opposite. All of the women that I've dated in terms of a long-term relationship have had an estranged relationship with their father or their father died when they were young. Um, but I have found those women to be more driven. And mm. that is what I've found attractive. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a daddy's girl. I I can only think of one and, and our relationship was fine. It's just, we we were moving in different directions and like literally different locations. Other than that, I, 
I don't know people with healthy relationships with their parents. No, I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> uh, all the psychopaths of people I hang around with. <laughs> right, right. No, all the killers that, get murdered. That's my you know, circle. Um, <laughs> all the murderers I know. So, yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I have a different take on it. I think... Um, Do you I, think your relationship with your parents sort of helped foster that type of yeah. connection? Um, probably. Probably. Um, birds of a feather sort of flock together sort of uh, uh, scenario. So, yeah, I don't know. Well, the most lasting and impactful relationship that I've had is the one with my wife. I mean, we've been together now over 20 years and fighting and and working our way through our own shit. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I wonder what, I wonder, like, and I want, I want it to happen, but wonder um, how I would have been in um, a relationship with a daddy's girl if he was an overbearing sort of individual. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that definitely makes a difference. Because I do remember her uncles were trying to play that role, but they weren't really in her life like that. So it was kind of like, like we had been dating for years and then all of a sudden I'm meeting them and they're like, yeah, you better treat our niece right. Like, nigga, I, I, I've been smashing this for years. Where, where you been? <laughs> <laughs> well, what, welcome. I, I Pause. Think it, even, right, even, right, the right. Daddy, even for those daddy girls, there's a recalibration of, of how things are going to work because the most important man in your life is your father if you're a daddy's girl. Right. Until your husband comes along and until your son comes along, then you have to rejigger your whole life mm-hmm. and the way that you see you see your life and see your position in the world. Because this um, person is no longer the most important person in, in your life or in your family structure. Not to right. say that they're less important to you or in formulating who you are as a person, but your first priority is your immediate family, which is this new family. And, you know, that's, that's part of the stuff that, that we sort of, we sort of dealt with. Um, and I don't think I saw, I don't think I saw that coming because that never, I, this is the first time I've been married. This is the first, you know, relationship that's been this long and this serious and this, right. this committed, you know, it's, it was, a, it was a learning curve for, for both of us, but I don't think we could have gotten here if her circumstances were different. And she didn't have a relationship with her father at all. And she didn't know what to expect from men. Because I think when you don't have, men ha- contribute so much to the to the upbringing of a child, um, and especially a girl child, because let's say the mother gives them security and the father gives them the confidence to go out in the world and to, and to do things. But the mom is, is the one that's going to be the protector, right? The, 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 the mama bear. But the father is the one that gives them the confidence to go out into the world and do do the things that you're going to do. And I got I got your back. So when you don't have that father in the house to give a a young woman that sort of confidence, she's going to have to find it somewhere else. She's going to have to look for it somewhere else. She's going to have to acquire that sort of thing somewhere else. And. I don't know. Sometimes it's, it it comes through toxic means. Sometimes it comes through positive means, but um, n- maybe not the natural means. And there could be women who have fathers who are in the house that are toxic, who are fucking them up. Yeah, that's and a, those like, relationships are 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 off limits to me too. <laughs> I like I wasn't really down for those. 
Yeah, as 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 we're talking this through, I'm processing the complexities of having this type of conversation because I know we are sort of playing in the the sandbox of generalities, and it's difficult to sort of pinpoint women in this way. And I'm sure the women that are listening to the show right now are thinking, "No, you can't just you can't." But <laughs> wow, did you just? Yeah, I did. Because I, I, I'm, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> he did the neck thing and the whole shit. Yeah. <laughs> All right, sister girl. I know. Matter of fact, <laughs> if, if you're a woman, woman listening to this, I want you to take your reaction. Just take a picture of your reaction and, and send it to us. And, so yeah, I don't, I don't. I mean, everybody's different, and and the what stimulates one person and what um, detracts another person from being um, a whole person or self actualizing in a relationship is all. It's all different. It really comes down to, are you going to do the work as a man or as a woman in a relationship to be as full and as whole as possible? I mean, I think the problem is, is that most of the time we don't know what that work is. True. We got to, we, gotta, we, we figure that out later on. Exactly. Also, not all, not all women are articulate enough. Oh. In general, all with their feelings to be able to tell you that. Please direct all your hate mail to Matt. <laughs> no, I don't mean articulate in no 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 no. I don't mean articulate in the ability to speak. I mean just in touch with their feelings to tell you what they're feeling. That's all I'm saying. You mean people? You mean people? Yeah. <laughs> right. Pippers. Pippers. I, I've never been a woman, so I can't speak to. I never been. So you're I've saying you have woman, always so. been able to fully articulate your feelings and emotions in a relationship? Mm, no, I'm not saying that. Okay. Either. Oh, all right. I hate the fact. I was waiting for you to lie. I was waiting for you to tell us a lie. I was like, we don't have enough time for a lie. I know. (laughs) Could you please tell the truth? We don't have enough time in this show for you to lie. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I think it's, I think that's a people thing. It's a maturity thing. Right. Yeah. So I, I, just saying that it's, you know, women don't have the, the, the vocabulary to express that. No, I didn't um, say they, they have. See, they y'all, have, be taking, they have. y'all be taking that shit way too far. I never said nothing about vocabulary and none of that shit. I'm just no, saying, what did you women, say? Women. No, 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 no. To articulate their feelings, and right. that's about and I, a, that's about that's about emotional intelligence. But that's a being people t- thing, being not in a touch woman. with yourself. That's that's what I'm right, saying. But, is but, the people thing, as, not a not a woman I understand thing. That, but, oh, y'all be simping on here so hard. What I'm saying is, is what I'm oh. talking about is we as oh. men receiving oh. it. Wow. We as men receiving it. I'm a man receiving it. I'm not a. So people. you saying you saying men are more equipped to do that than women? I didn't say that either. So why, why would you isolate women? Yeah, I'm not isolating. Why would you say women? people? I'm saying I'm a man. You, you know, yes. you always jump. You always jump off the fucking bridge. I'm a man. All of you are men. We receive things from women. We we don't date men anyone on this podcast that I'm aware of. So I've never had to receive the feelings and emotions from a man to me to get to tell you. I'm just talking about in the context of this conversation, we don't have the ability to perceive necessarily to understand what they are saying. And sometimes when they're communicating it to us, it may not be coming across fully expressed. Okay. Shit. Can't say shit on this. Here y'all come. No, you can say shit. I mean, that's you, not, you can, that doesn't you can mean we're not going to call that want. dumb shit out. Right, go, go for it. His therapist is listening to the show, shaking her head. Right? <laughs> I was like, Mm-mm. 
Mm-mm. My therapist, she my therapist, said, my therapist nigga, no, I will continue to no. take your if, money if you like. If, listen, if my therapist, if my therapist no, 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 listens no, no, to the no, show, no, no, she'd be like, no, no, no. "Why are you holding back? Say what you really want." No, 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 no. My therapist would be like, "Yo, why are you holding back?" Is your therapist a woman? I have one woman and one man. Is she articulate too? She's the. She did some bullshit. She she you know how she did she did some she did some bullshit and I she did some bullshit and I had to call her on it. She she did something that I thought was wholly unprofessional and unethical. And I told but her she that. And she dick. apologized. She apologized for it. Suck my dick. One of my one of my therapists, my therapist, my therapist, my therapist. He he went off on one of his rant and she said under her breath, Oh, this nigga. (laughs) (laughs) That is unprofessional. (laughs) (laughs) Here this nigga go. Uh, I'm not I'm not going I'm not Uh gonna get into it, but but she apologized to me. She apologized to me. So my bad. My bad. I didn't I shouldn't have said that out loud. But when you leave though, (laughs) this nigga. Uh, <laughs> All right, what are we drinking on? What are we drinking? This week's libation. I am drinking a Mexican beer from the bodega by the hospital. Didn't it just it? say Mexican beer? That's literally <laughs> what it said. It said bodega by the hospital beer. Bodega, bodega beer. <laughs> <laughs> Please, I'm drinking right. uh, Pinhook. Oh, I love Pinhook. Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, 47.5% volume by uh, alcohol by volume, 95 proof. It's pretty good stuff. It's got me a little, little nice. We've had Pinhook. Yeah. I'm drinking Guinness Stout today. Great beer. I love it. Old school. I am drinking Redemption Rye, straight rye whiskey. We've had Redemption before, haven't we? Yes, we have. Yeah, yeah. it was a redeemable night. It was a redeemable night. I, I finally discovered, oh, one thing, I finally discovered Heineken. I used to hate Heineken my whole life. I had a Heineken two weeks ago. It was delicious. First time. Was it really, really cold? I never liked it. That's it the only way to drink. Ice cold. Yeah. But I've had I it ice cold before. Ice cold it was Heineken. awful. It was awful. I don't know. I, I don't know. My taste buds have changed. It was delicious. I drank three you of them. You finally matured. There you go. What a, Yo, Heineken is the only thing where they're sending in this great big box and they have put all 12 bottles in this cushion. I'm going to send it to you guys. I want this box. I just want the box for the experience. <laughs> it is ridiculous. Pause. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got we got to wrap this up, fellas. And, Uh-oh. And, Here come uh, guys. All right, guys. Since the time cop has shut us down, we appreciate you listening time to cop, another exciting episode. Time cop. Time cop. Time cop. <laughs> 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 Time card. <laughs> Sign my slip. All right. Yeah. Fuck this, man. <laughs> For real. Listen, we appreciate you guys listening to us. Follow us on social media. Every Friday, we have a new episode. Every Monday night, catch us on Facebook and YouTube. Also, come check out our Patreon page at Patreon backslash Decoding40, where we will be posting all the stuff we've been posting on the live that they keep shutting us down with. And please make sure you tell a friend. We love you guys. And listen, we have something new here. If you'd like to leave us a message, please leave us a message. You can leave us a message and we will play it or, on the show. Ask the us best one on the show. Or, oh, yes. Ask a question. Sorry. They can ask a question or leave us a message. And here's our number. 
608-618-4040. Leave us a message, ask us a question, and the best ones will get played on the air. We love you guys. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Peace. 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 Decoding 40.